Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Uh, if you're uh, if you're ready for all that news, I think Brady's ready to give it to you. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And you know what's sad for me? As a baseball super fan my entire life, I have not watched a single pitch of baseball at my home. Now, last night I had to meet somebody for a little business dealings, and I met him at the Swizzle Inn because that's where I do my business. <laughs> it's the office. <laughs> Love it there. They're closing, by the way. What? Yeah, they're closing up. No reason to ever even go there, so don't even come by. Oh. Swizzlin shuts down, I think, today at noon, and that's it. You'll never, ever, ever get a chance to go to Swizzlin. That's it. Never go there. Don't even look for it. It's not important. So you got to move your meetings to Texas Grill right across yeah, the street. Yeah, that's right. Huh? Everybody go over to Texas Grill. I'll meet you there. But right now, as it is, and I know for like, you're going to drive by and go, I thought Holmberg said it was closed. Looks like there's cars there. It's just people uh, cleaning, cleaning still. up. That's close. There's a lot to clean up. It's hazmat team, so don't even don't go. Never, ever go to the Swizzle Inn, ever. So it's closed. You can't. It doesn't matter. You can't do it. But, uh, yeah, so I was doing some business there. The hell was I talking about? Anyway, I like Swizzle Inn. Baseball. Oh, yeah. And they had a baseball game on there. Thank you for and being And you saw a pitch? And I saw a pitch, and I realized that's the first pitch I've seen. Who threw it? During a game. Don't know. It's the Phillies game. No, it was actually the Yankees game. That's the first pitch I've seen uh, on TV. Was Garrett Cole pitching yesterday? Don't know. Been. Just looked over and I'm like, what has happened to me with baseball? Like baseballs, I think they've pushed me out. I'm, I'm no longer, you know, I love the game. Love baseball as a game. But I, uh, this, this, I think I'm done with the boring announcers. Where's the Vin Scully? Where's Harry Carey? Where are these guys that were fun? And every time I watched last year, I got more and more bored by, like if F.P. Santangelo of the Nationals is my go-to fun guy. He does Steve it. Stone's fun. Stone's okay. He, you know, he, he needs. I have never heard that combo before. Steve Stone Steve is Stone not and fun. fun. <laughs> he's he's a great straight he's a great man. Smartass to Harrelson. He does he does say funny stuff. Yeah. I don't like the guy he's with now. Oh, Jason. Yeah, he's just too announcery. Yeah, and they talk about math too much, and it's like Stone doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's great. Launch angle, launch angle. Just throw the ball. Spin you, rates he has and launch so many angle stories. I'm so oh. oh my god, but I'm so bored by the presentation. And now it's the politics are involved. And, and that's kind of turned me off a little I'm bit. I'm sort of like, I feel like my sport got taken away from the playground and got put in big corporate political spotlight. Could you imagine? But that's all of them. Football the same way. I know. And I if think, not worse. Well, that, I, I, saw, I saw a show a while ago and they were talking about that and said that, you know, and this is where I've always, you know, you, you recognize marketing a little bit. You realize that there's a certain type of person they age out of their product. And it starts at age 45. They look at you at age 45 and say, you've been with us for 20 years. You're staying for 10 more just out of habit. 
but we don't need to talk to you anymore. We no longer need yeah, to talk we to you. Hooked you Got to re-up the product. We need, to, we need to start over, and we need to start talking to people who are 20 and get them as interested as you were 20 years ago when we phased your father out. So then the, these last seven or eight years have gone by, and football's done it, and, and what they discovered through research and through your algorithms on your is that people are attracted to good and bad activism. It, it, it draws eyes. And so the more active they get, even people who hate it are like, oh, I got to see what they're doing. And they watch. And they, oh, they don't care if you like their sport. They care if you're there. And so the ratings will do things. But you did see sort of a sway with the ratings on football. But they're going through a transition. I think baseball is trying to eliminate, quickly eliminate all the fans. And I think the activism thing is like we have to be active. So this, this, this one felt a little heavy-handed, this Georgia thing to me. It felt yeah. like a little. It felt a little quick. It felt quick triggered. Like, all right, fine. We'll just do it. We move over to another thing and not really tell anybody why. And they made deals with China. That I was talking to a guy yesterday on email. It's like baseball's made some deals that are a little bit shady with Chinese uh, businesses and stuff, and they kind of want that backburnered a little, so they look like they're really all about the American way. And everything. so there's a lot of like, don't do this to bit, but they're going to do it. Making money. It's not dumb. But it is kind of a thing that pushes out. So I, I, I kind of looked at baseball this year going in like, eh, I love the old game. And I'm, that's me curmudgeonly wishing my baseball was still the, the baseball of today. But I need an announcer that gets drunk and says goofy stuff. Somebody I'd want to go to the game with. There isn't an announcer. in ba- Bob Brenly may be the only one that I'd want to go to the game with. Like I want to go to a game with Bob Brenly and hang out with him. Like yeah. Brenly's hilarious. He's fun. Um, the team – uh, that he's currently calling games for, he'd be the first to tell you, not easy to sit through a game. <laughs> so I'd like to go to a, a a White Sox and Yankees game with Bob Brenly sitting next to me. Oh, yeah. I think that would be awesome. But there's no announcers out there that make you go, this is this this guy is making the game fun for me. They're boring. And giving me I gotta have an abacus and an Asian standing next to me to figure out what they're talking about every time a guy comes up to bat. They went out Any Lynn one Casper of them that now? goes outside of the like, <sighs> you know the Harry Carries are canceled so quick. Oh, Harry I mean, Carey would last saying, a imagine minute. Imagine his uh, tweets if you were around. And <laughs> oh, if he had a Twitter account, and his Instagram. <laughs> I mean, it would TikToks. just be it would just be boobs. <laughs> yep. Overhead shots. Hi, I saw this from the booth this morning. I can almost see nips. <laughs> boobs Harry, beer. you can't do that, Harry. You can't. Why not? She's the one showing them, Steve. You can't put it on Twitter, Harry. That's going up. I'm publishing it. <laughs> Fend. Holy cow. S-E-N-D go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I want the fun back. I want him goofing around with the, look at the boy in the sombrero. Uh, that classic story. No notes to saying shout-outs to families yes. attending the game. It's just uh, joke. And having Brenneman joke with him where he throws the card over. I want to welcome the, the Garble family out there from Joliet. There's a small group of people. <laughs> Do you ever hear that? Brenneman and Brenly were in the booth doing radio, and they they knew Harry would pick up and read anything, Ron Burgundy style. And they Back tossed, in the day, it would just be a pile. Tossed a card over, <laughs> wrote the gerbil family from Juliet. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> right out of the air. And Brenly's like, oh, my God, he's got it. Hi, <laughs> hey, I want to welcome the gerbils all the way from Joliet out there in Wrightsville. <laughs> a busload of gerbils. <laughs> busload of gerbils came out. Small group of people, though. And Brenneman and... and Boy, oh boy, are we going to hear about it now, Brenly? <laughs> well, at least we didn't write the other one. The mayor of city is here today. 
<laughs> with his entourage of twinks, two and one to Jaeger. Any hoot. I, yeah, I just don't find baseball fun anymore. Everybody that said it's boring, I've defended it for years and years. Baseball's not boring. It's a great game. It's like reading a book. People always say, oh, books are better than movies. That's the only time I agree with you is that baseball's like a book. Every pitch is a word. Every uh, at-bat is a sentence. Every half inning is a chapter. Every nine innings is a story. Would you feel this way if the Cubs were at the top of their game again? Like if this was 2016 don't with know. today's announcers? They were in the playoffs last year. I think I watched three games. I think I watched three baseball games with the Cubs in it last year. A, because Lynn Casper's the announcer. He's not Plus in the I couldn't yeah, watch Plus COVID last game. year. Yeah. It, was a, it was a weird was, thing. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. Maybe that kind of pushed me back. But Are you, uh, you have probably haven't even seen them <laughs> since you haven't watched. Are you enjoying the inflatable trash cans being thrown on the field at Houston Astros? That's great. I did see somebody hold up a sign that said, just this. You cheated the game of baseball, which I love. This guy had built it like he's in the crowd. And instead of saying, go team, it was this like declaration of hate for the Astros of all the things they did wrong. You sullied my product. You stole fizzy lifting. You, you could date you Astros. <laughs> but I want to watch baseball. I'm going to try to force myself in, but I don't know if it's there. Anyway, sorry, went off on that thing. I would like to go down there and watch baseball and eat wings and drink beer like I used to and without going, what does XHBP mean? What is that statistic? Extra bases, I don't know what any of these things are anymore. I like per batting practice, batting average, yeah, batting average, uh, home runs, RBIs. You can thank Billy Bean for starting all this stuff. Analytics and math, you think that's going to make a boring game better? You're nuts. Uh, It's Wednesday though, so I can watch. Doesn't take much math for that. Yeah, it doesn't take much for me to get (laughs) excited about Wednesday because it's Wednesday, everybody, and we all know what that is. It's a Oh, there you go. Sixteen ninety nine per person for all you can eat wings at Hooters. Plus, grab a Bud Light draft on special. Brady did a little commercial with the Hooters girls yesterday. That was entertaining. To that watch. was fun to watch. One take. Well, one <laughs> one of the takes is going to be on. <laughs> you mug so hard it is vaudeville, and those girls are just barely That's getting right. to the paper. They can't play the top. Mugging over the top. Your facial reactions <laughs> Every are word so... they say. It's, it, you would win... Uh, you know what you would win is an Emmy for most acting. <laughs> I'm, right. Most. Yes. Most acting in a, in a miniseries or commercial. Brady Bogan. No other contestants. You do the most acting in it. It is like... Anything they say is the most... It's like the first time you've seen a human in 20 years. <laughs> And yeah, Brady, you can come down. You see, it's like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> it's, it's like Japanese cartoons in the 80s. Whoa. <laughs> right, she just said they have beer. <laughs> now let's go into Wipeout. Yeah, the award for most <laughs> acting is definitely you. Anyway, thank you, Hooters and Bud Light. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday morning to you. For, good Wednesday morning That's to right. you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy National. Oh, sorry. I bumped it. National Beer Day. All right. And Holocaust Remembrance Day. And World Health Day. Yeah. They dovetail. Well, enough enough, uh, memory of the Holocaust (laughs) is going to lead you to beer. (laughs) A new survey for the holiday asked beer drinkers how much they drink a week. 65% beer drinkers have between one and four beers a week. Lies. That's about right, isn't it? Between one and four? For beer drinkers, just on average? That's low. For just uh, 65% of them. There's more. There's people yeah, who have more. That's, yeah, 4% between 16 and 20 beers a week. Whoa. It's a little okay. Hard. That's three a day. <laughs> that's... And 5% drink 21 or more 
a week. What That's do you think between you are? three and um. You don't, do you drink beer mostly? Uh, I, I go through spurts. Same. I go through spurts. You know, but when I do, yeah. I'm, well, it depends. If I'm drinking like IPAs and yeah. stuff, then obviously no. I drink but. strong IPAs, so when I drink beer, it's maybe two at a time, unless I'm out to just get ripped. I'm probably a three. Yeah. I'm probably a three. But it, like, consistently when you're in your beer mode, is it every day? Not every day, but yeah. I probably during the week on a on a beer run seven. I have a I'm couple probably. here. A couple days go by. I have a couple more next day. I'm more than that because I, well, I'll go since Medea's in the business. I'll go up and see her oh, at work sometimes, true. and then you know, do you go bother her at work? Hell yeah, that's awesome. All the boys around there know me, so they're that's like, right. "Hey man, yeah. here's a beer." All right, cool. Oh, you get free beers like <laughs> oh, a hot yeah. girl. Oh, that's good. They hook a brother up. Smart. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't even think of that. You're drinking for free. I'm so is go. that why you go, or is it because oh, Miss New Booty? Be- oh, it's uh, it's totally because of Miss New Booty. Get your eyes <laughs> off my lady's cans. <laughs> yeah. Hell no, that's what she makes money with. Yeah, I know. Keep yeah. looking. Yeah. You wear the pinky ring? Uh, I haven't been able to. Oh, of this. Right. Yeah. right. You should encourage uh, her to just have a little areola showing. <laughs> you guys would have a new house. Just a little. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Some of my areolas out tonight. Yeah, another in, squ- in this market? Square feet. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Oh, yeah, you could do an addition, at least 1,000 square feet. You're getting 400 bucks a square. Bring Doug Hopkins with you the next yeah. time you have <laughs> a Doug will sell your house. <laughs> little, right, you're going to buy two houses tonight with that areola out. Miss New Booty is on fire. A <laughs> couple of baseless fun facts. The world's oldest beer recipe comes from approximately 1800 B.C. in ancient Mesopotamia. And uh, people today have brewed it. Ugh. Found it tasted dry. Little. Hmm. The first athlete to earn $1 million. You might know this, John. Maybe you heard this. Kirby Puckett, wasn't it? First athlete to earn it, I th- it was way before that. Yep. Yeah, uh, it was like a boxer. It's be a it? soccer. Yep. Yeah, oh. it wasn't Muhammad Ali though. It was. No. Uh, wasn't Joe Lewis? It was a bare knuckle boxer. Oh no, kidding! So Jack Johnson. Wow. Way John back. L. Sullivan. John L. Sullivan. Okay. Wow. In 1882. Yeah. That was. Well, that was back when like a billion dollars. dollars. That stuff was amazing back then. Those guys were. They were fighting like 30 round fights. They go two days. Jesus. Brett, maybe you knew this one. Blink-182 was originally called Blink, but there was an Irish band <laughs> named nah. Blink mm-hmm. that threatened to sue them, and the Irish Blink wound up opening a show for Blink-182 about four years ago. No kidding. Huh. Where's the 182? What's that mean? Didn't like say, Turk? but yeah, I was wondering. 182 times That's I've the changed only 182 the 182 times oh. when they come up, I'm like... I'm at a girl on a Friday night. What's in your mouth? All the small things. All oh, the small this. things. You're not yeah. saying vowels right. You're doing vowels all wrong. According to a new poll, 55% of Americans think of eating as a form of therapy. Go on, Brady. It is true. <laughs> Three out Would of you five. like to lay on the couch while you talk about this? <laughs> Three out of five say sitting down to eat is often the best part of their day. Hello, Brady. I'm listening. 63% of Americans say that sitting down for a meal gives them a much-needed mental break. <laughs> How fast well, is that your mind going? <laughs> yeah. I've got... That's why I get, get a lot therapy of breaks, every yeah. day. <laughs> Brady, has, Brady has seven or eight mental breaks a day. <laughs> I don't need Katrina. I got spinatos. Get that. I'm not spinning that kind of dough on some lady to tell me I'm hungry. Espinados is your doctor. Going over to Dr. Spinatos. 
Maybe you, got some, you got any referrals? Yeah, I got a couple of doctors you can go see. I don't know if I feel emotionally fulfilled. I might have Dr. Creamistry on the way home. <laughs> Dr. Brazier. Do you find food? I don't want Brazier burgers anymore because Toledo's kids there. I don't want to. He he uh, do, isn't qualified for the grill yet. He's only working. Is he gonna be qualified up. for that? Yeah, yeah. He oh, he's sixteen. <laughs> Word up, mother effer! Welcome to Dairy Queen. My name's Alex. Can I help you? Here's your orange drink and brazier burger. <laughs> and your dilly bar. I'm gonna eat this, <laughs> but I'm not happy about it. Your I'm predictive a, racist ordering. <laughs> I'm gonna come and see you. Orange drink, dilly bar on the way. <laughs> One brazier burger, no mayo. All right, kid, that's impressive, but I'm pissed off, too, because it sort of make me mad that you knew that. That ain't fair. Would you like a large orange drink on the house, sir? Yes. <laughs> God damn it. That boy's good. In California, there's a seafood restaurant that got knocked off on Saturday night before Easter. They stole about $1,000 worth of crab. Guy has a live tank out front. Giovanni's Fish Market. In front of his restaurant? Well, they won't get away with yeah. that. And uh, it's been that way for years, but someone lifted a you know, couple hundred crabs out of there, and mm. Giovanni's basically saying someone had a heck of an Easter brunch <laughs> well, that did day. they? So the uh, citizens got together in the town, helped them out. And got him a new tank? Yeah. To go get robbed again? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, Google has turned us into amateur doctors. You've been doing it for years, right? But what they find now, they're saying it's quite the opposite of what you you found in the past. It was like you keep Googling what you think you have and you come up with your symptoms and your diagnosis. It leads to death most of the time. They're saying quite the opposite. You'll probably diagnose yourself right. Most of the time I do. It's probably changed over the years too. The time I had milk duct cancer, I thought maybe (laughs) I was off. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, I was pretty sure I had milk duct cancer. Cancer. What the hell's milk duct cancer? Well, you have your milk anyway. ducts that go out to your nipples to feed children. Okay. You know? yeah. right. oh, you it's a that. breast cancer, but I was pretty oh. sure I had that. You got them in there. <laughs> what is it? What does he have, Brady? We actually don't. Milk duct cancer. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> milk duct cancer. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. I, wanted to, I wanted to throw the duck in there. Milk duct is Brady's yeah. Asian friend. <laughs> uh, a streaming service, Magellan TV, is offering to pay uh, three people. $2,400 each. All you have to do is watch 24 hours of true crime shows. In. Why, what, how, why? Check out the Magellan TV huh? um, to uh, apply, basically. They're, um, Just to promote Magellan TV? Yeah. They're, um, they said the second version of the promotion will choose three candidates. To just sit for 24 hours and watch that? Get paid 100 bucks an hour. Oh, I could do that. It's only 2400 bucks though. Yeah. I tax it. You leave with $1,600. That's not worth it. They'll accept your entries through May 5th. You got to up the ante on that. Well, those are 1970s game show prize numbers. 
I want like at least twenty four thousand. Give me a thousand an hour. Or how about you start at a hundred and every and then two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred. This is a bad why, promotion. Why would we do that? They're lined up. Well, I guess if you got dummies lining up. Yeah. People aren't thinking. Colorado is auctioning off pot themed license plates until four twenty. Seeing what kind of money they can raise for the city, but there's you know, give an example of uh, is it 420 is one of the license plates. Pothead. Bong again, and see what they'll pay a premium. But I don't think that audience will. You think they'll pay a lot? Potheads? Oh yeah, they love announcing it. Show it off. Yeah, they're weird about it, and that's the reason I don't like the weed movement. I'm fine with it being legal, but act like you've been there. It's not that big a deal. Your weed. If you saw a dude with beer on his license plates, you'd think he was a lunatic. We've been suppressed for so long. We oh. have to. Integrity I do like, though. Have integrity on your plates is funny because you're a South Park fan, so that's double. Ganja, stash, herb, nugs. Your stupid license plates. You're too excited about your first beer. That's essentially what it would. It's like. Strohs. Hell. Hemp 420. If somebody had Olympia on their license plates, you'd be like, there's a guy I never want to hang out with. In 2019. The state's industry made $1.75 billion in sales. Yeah, good for them. It's ridiculous how much money that's bringing in. And they have to figure out a way to make it like an acceptable thing. Because so. I wonder what beer does. Like, I wonder how much tax money beer creates. Like, all our roads and stuff are built off porn, beer, and vices. Like the things that make all the big money are, you know, food, over overeating, drinking too much. Look what happened when we all forced to stay at home. Like 90% of America became alcoholics. They couldn't keep alcohol in stock. Yeah. We drank like crazy. We love our vices. Health industry does pretty well too. Oh yeah, they're good. Those. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Are they you get them to at home? Whatever kind of But to, to, is it a tax-based thing? I don't think the health thing. Like those are like medicines and things, but I'm talking like According to Google, excise, heavy taxed. excise tax revenue from alcoholic beverages amounted to $10 billion in 2019. That's huge. Yeah, that is huge. You're yeah, building, the, the you're building cities and roads and stuff on it. Imagine what and it is in 2020, It's not really a vice right. 2020 right. is even going to be higher than it's that. It's going to double. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're right. People are having it delivered. I didn't even know you could do that. You can get it delivered. Oh, man. I was waiting in line at Total Wine <laughs> half the time. <laughs> Son of a... Nando's will give you a big Boda bag full really? of margarita. Yeah. Phenomenal. Just shows up in a sack at your yep. door like we're in the Philippines. <laughs> the police in Jacksonville, Florida got a tip that something shady was happening at the Botox and Bubbles events. <laughs> I want in. I want, I'm serious about this. I want to change my Hosted by John Jay? <laughs> 47-year-old Nelson Turin, not a doctor, but he was posting ads for Botox and Bubbles. He didn't have a medical license to give the Botox injections. Um, he was drinking four locos while he was giving the injections. <laughs> <laughs> the party was packed. I want this guy as my <laughs> joke surgeon. I'll do a free I want a party, with, a party you. with you, four loco. Let's get four loco and see what you come up with, Picasso. Go nuts. I want a party with you, cowboy. <laughs> you? It's time to do four loco and do plastic surgery. I want a party with you, Forget cowboy. Forget about it. <laughs> Lee Harvey. <laughs> You're a madman. You are a madman. <laughs> when you and your buddies. Oh, Lee Harvey. <laughs> oh, sorry. Last week, a couple was getting married in 
Zhengzhou, China. Mm-hmm. And during the wedding, gender reveal. The groom's mother recognized a unique birthmark oh. on the bride's hand for the first time. Oh no! The groom's mother asked the bride if she was adopted. The bride and her family were surprised because that was oh, a secret. No, but the groom's mother knew. Because it turns out the bride was her long-lost daughter. Oh, man. That's true. Wait, she found out at the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. So she hadn't Uh, met her till the day of the wedding? So there were a lot of tears of joyful reunions. And also this wedding's And a broken heart. And the dude was like, oh, I've been banging that a lot. (laughs) I've been pixelated banging her for a year. Good news, though. Turned out the groom was adopted, too. Oh, Wait a minute. And they're not yeah, biologically well, related. Time out, sons. This lady gave up a kid? Oh, because yeah, it was so, a girl. It's right, China. It oh, yeah, 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 you got to yeah. give those away. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. It was either give it up or over the cliff. That's right. The and then time. she got herself a good one. Yeah. Went off and uh, picked up a male. Got, Who's adopting out a male child? Must have been a death. Yeah. Uh, an orphan or something. Because nobody in China is getting rid of the boy. Yeah. They're the good ones. But he's going to marry his own sister, sort of, kind of. What a find. Love. So it turns out. He was a rental. She was rented yeah. out. Yeah. They found each other. Great stuff. That's uh good love there. Interesting this stepmom and stepdad in law. I don't know how that I works. Don't, I don't care how any of that works. I'm not gonna hang Too out with Too many variables. Them. Hillbilly Chinese for you. If you found out Ronnie had a child before you knew her and Kirby at the wedding was marrying was about to marry him and you, oh, you found wow. out Dave, would you allow it? Oh, yeah. You'd let him go through with it? What? Come on. No, you wouldn't. You're not going to be at her the wedding. The shame. You wouldn't have done that. <laughs> what do I need to worry about? Yeah, you, yeah you're I'm not, not going to make it to her wedding. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you're what are we fast track to missing that <laughs> yeah. one. I'm going to be that guy that walks her down the aisle in that really awkward way. I was like, I know. I wish he was here, too. This is weird for both of us. <laughs> Let's get some radio videos out of the way. Who will walk Kirby down the aisle, Brady? Torp, if I yeah, he'll make it. Torp a wheeler down the aisle in that weird metal box he has to live in. Hey, hey, the head of Torp, grab my servos and let's make this aisle walk. Then it goes down the line. Then you know my brother. Oh, your brother, whoever you know, everyone else at Wilson. Whoever's around, yeah. Closest, closest guy. What are we doing? Drawing straws. All right. You want to be in that mix? I'll, well, I'll walk her down the aisle. If it's, right. if, I don't know where she's going to live. I don't think she's going back to Ohio. I don't think um, she doesn't know your brother that well. Oh, uh, well enough. Mm. Come on. What, she's seen him like five times? Six? Yeah, more than that. Maybe. That she remembers? Maybe oh, yeah. Five or yeah. Six visits. She doesn't know your brother that well. I think she knows me and Toledo and even Brett probably better than anybody there. Uh, no, no. Charlie? Charlie? Charlie, Charlie for Charlie sure. Better. She knew him. Have Trick to it. That long snapper from Ohio State. Probably Jared. Yeah. She'd love that. <laughs> he lived at the house for a few. He was daddy for a couple weeks. <laughs> um, first radio video is a uh, lady eating a dilly bar. Oh. Oh. I say it's a dilly bar, but it's not. It's some kind of uh, some sort of Asian treat. Chinese treat. Yeah. Looks like a churro on a stick. Oh, one woman! The eagle just stole it from her. Gamera came down and stole that. <laughs> she doesn't. She's still eating. What is that thing? Look at It's probably fish. It's fish on it a stick. Could be. It's Chinese fish on a stick. Or the bird wouldn't have been interested. The bird didn't want ice cream. That's fish on a stick. 
The grossest part of that video is that's fish on a stick. She's just minding her own business in front of a communist building of (laughs) zero interest architecturally. In gray in a gray dress and white. She's adopted, by the way. Now let's check out evil Christine on the motorcycle. Girls getting hurt. Okay. Performing for some people. Oh, she's doing a performance? Yeah. Hang on, that was the after. So oh, girl Hits the front oh! leg. <laughs> <laughs> she tries to stand on the handlebars and doesn't. And actually taps the front brake. Has she ever, <laughs> has she ever done that trick before? <laughs> oh, that's a full face rub, too. She's okay, everybody. The okay. final one. She's Amelia Earhart oh! of Kawasaki's. Oh, that... <laughs> That cleavage took a rub. Oh, and that's oh, it takes a rub every that night. Saved her. <laughs> uh, look at that. Oh! oh! I saw you out there rubbing your boobs on the asphalt. That's hot. Want me to rub some salve on that? Get a little unguent? I do, actually. Put a little man unguent on that? It hurts a lot. Now it's we have right. a, uh, a good parkour into some Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Noise his face makes hitting that starts Nirvana. It's a perfect tone. <laughs> that is a human's face. Could we please act like human people for a second? <laughs> Come on. Do we have any feelings left for each other at all? <laughs> What's he trying to do? Just jump into the side of that I boat? Guess, yeah, and to uh, land it oh, he, in time. Uh, he faces oh. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, he stayed out of the water. I think he's trying to grab the bar and slide underneath. <laughs> you know the fun that part thing is, where you grab it and slide underneath? I just realized he hits it twice. Oh, yeah. His head hits here, here. Oh. <laughs> Bam, ba-dam. One more time. That is a man's life. <laughs> and hilarious. And and again, I want to show you the thing Brett found yesterday. <laughs> but I can't. It was so Definitely not. It's been spread. Well, it's not. It has, it's it has nothing there. to do with the Holocaust know, except for timeline. Right. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's, it's Japanese. It's not Holocaust. They were on the same team. But, but the still. aftermath is kind of but man, oh man, it's, I must have watched that thing a thousand times yesterday and said every ounce of this I want to send to everyone and I just will never be able to put it on the air because it's so bad. <laughs> and don't ask me. I, I'm not sending it to any of you potential tattles. That'll take you down. Yeah, oh, yeah. Doing I'm going to enjoy it for myself and just let you know I've seen the funniest thing of all time ever, <laughs> ever. Uh, there you go. That is your Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. It's 98. You were right, man. We should do this thing. 98.